What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, we're live. Hey, thank you, Moose. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Hey, how do you like us so far? We're coming in with episode number 1120 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We are live on the Game Plus television network. As you know, WQEE radio podcast form and YouTube live. And uh, I'm here in South Florida. This is a DuPont Media production. Darren is in Toronto He's running the whole show. He's got it all figured out today. And I can guarantee you something, everybody, today. Today's show is going to be fantastic, just like yesterday's. And I have to tell you, analytics are a beautiful thing. And we can tell you that ratings doubled on our first day of Grey Cup Week coverage. So that's going to be a huge theme of today's program. Today, we have our NFL and NHL to get to, too. But a very large share of today's show is going to be dedicated to the Canadian Football League and the Grey Cup. And uh, Moose, let me just say... Wonderful job. You're looking great. It's another day where I just think your hair is just, it's just stunning and magnificent. <laughs> and I'm wanting to know how you're doing today. I'm doing great. Um, you know, I was a little under the weather yesterday, but I'm yeah. top of the world today. And uh, the sun is, everything's great. Sun is out, the coffee's hot, you know, all good things. Yeah, well, we're blaming airport food for that. Airport food took most down. Not the KFC buffet in Weyburn this time. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad uh, you toughed it out. As I said that day that you were sending things out of every orifice in your body in the airport in Regina, I said, it's a long way from your heart because <laughs> you wanted to shut it down and go home. I'm like, well, you're not going home. That's right. So, uh, here <laughs> we are. Uh, coming up on today's Tuesday of Grey Cup Week, we're going to be joined by Dave Patrician, the sports doctor out of Winnipeg, and Chris Walby. Uh, potentially the greatest Canadian Football League lineman ever, and I would say certainly in Winnipeg Blue Bomber history. So there's a real blue flavor to today's program. Oh, yeah, and we don't have the director, Jordan, with a show horn today because IKS Media is busy with other things. So it's just me and Moose today and Joe Gunnis and our COO and the gang at WQEE Radio and Game Plus flying the ship. And uh, da -da 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 -da. Craig Campbell checking in, I see, from the Hockey Hall of Fame. He says, it was a big night last night at the Hockey Hall of Fame induction. I'm sure it was, Craig. Thank you. Great job. I didn't watch 
at all or follow the coverage because until Theron Fleury's inducted, I'm not as interested as I used to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. That's a personal thing, but we're here. I do want to say this. Again, the analytics showed that our coverage yesterday, we've got double the ratings, television and digital for our coverage of the Grey Cup. So before I jump into what happened with the Edmonton Oilers last night, the 13th man of the Buffalo Bills, the commissioner of the Canadian Football League, Randy Ambrosi, held his State of the League address this morning. It's normally on the Friday he did it today. The first two things that I've seen come out of it, before we jump into the normal stuff, we're going to spend a lot of time, Darren, on the CFL later on, but they're going back to a balanced schedule next season. So every team will play their opponents twice minimum. So East Division teams will play the West at home and on the road. Going back to, I don't know what the change was. I got to go back and watch the video of the Ambrosi thing. Uh, I didn't see, I didn't watch it live today because I had a meeting with my lawyer here in Boca Raton, Florida. I didn't see it. So I got to go back and get the coverage of it. And he also said Saturday playoff games are here to stay. I think the quote is, that's a lock. So to be honest with you, a lot of people are applauding Randy Ambrosi for that. I'm sure there's other things that have come out of the State of the League address. But those are, those are big things, uh, Darren and I, I. I approve if we had Rick Regan here to say it in our sound effects. What do you think of that news? There was some talk, too, about expansion, that they're, they're talking to somebody in Halifax. But Randy's saying we have to decide if we're, doing, if we're moving ahead or not. Uh, we can't you know, keep um, talking about it and not moving forward in one way or the other. So that was kind of cool. But there's some meaningful discussion there. But I'm with you. The biggest one was the balanced schedule. Every team will play each team twice, once at home, once away, minimum. I think that's great. So you're going to see all – it's a small league. You, you want to be able to see all these stars from across the league come into your stadium, and you want to go on the road to visit them all. And obviously, if there's going to be a touchdown Atlantic again, that will eliminate a home game and all the rest. But it, that's big news for the Canadian Football League, uh, really big. Hey, I see from the comments, everybody's fired up, and we got a lot to get to today with regards to CFL topics. The Winnipeg Jets are in action tonight. Kevin, the medium, has checked in. He says, good morning, RP peeps, repping the Calgary people. But Reg Dunlop's got a couple of questions. Everybody, just, whoa, chill for a sec. Chill, okay? I'm glad you're all into it, but just settle for a second. I'll get to everybody, I swear. And if I don't get to you, Get my attention, I'll get back to you. Number one, they want to know where you ate that you got food poisoning. <laughs> I think nope. that's the most important thing today. I think you should tell the world what made you sick. We're, we're kind of narrowing it down. Um, I'll, I'll retrace my steps because uh, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it was the uh, buffet line at the uh, airport lounge. That's what mm. I'm going to guess. And uh, although the chicken parm was really good, it was later in the day. Maybe it had been sitting out for a bit. I don't know. <laughs> God bless Moose, everybody, because the first time he got just rancid food poisoning and almost killed him. Like, I did feel bad for you, but I also wasn't going to let you off the hook and let you go home because we were flying to Houston that day to host a sports trip. It was the KFC buffet. And now yeah. this second, I, I admire Darren's intestinal fortitude by saying, okay, I'll try. I'll give it another try. I'll try another buffet. Zap! Got him again. <laughs> Are you done with buffets now, Moose? Oh, what? man. Well, the Golden what? Corral's never let me down. So it never will. It never will. But can you imagine, middle of the night, 
Jason Sudeikis picking up the phone and having that talk with uh, Vince Vaughn about, I don't think I can go, man. I don't think I can go. And you gave me a little pep talk at 5.30 in the morning, and you said, just get to the airport. That's right. And we'll we'll take care of you from there. And uh, and Reg Dunlop also says, did that too many men penalty in Monday Night Football bring back some bad chills for you, Rod? No, and I think it's important to mention, and we will get to this, Buffalo Bills were felled by the exact same scenario on Monday Night Football as what cost us the Grey Cup in 2009 with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But as I told Darren in our morning meeting today, and it's in my commentary, you can read it at rodpeterson.com. It runs on Sask Radio today. There were Rough Riders taking the social media last night saying that they were triggered. They had uh, PTSD from, they're like, thanks, Bills, for bringing up the worst memory of our lives uh, last night. The guys that were part of that 2009 Great Cup team. But I told Darren, if you process the traumatic events of your life, I'm sorry to go all serious on you and all recovery, but maybe it's a good thing that I do. You process the traumatic events of your life, the bad memories. So when they come up later in life, it has no effect on you. But if you bury them and you stuff them and you just don't want to talk about it, you don't want to deal with it, you never know when it's going to trigger you later in life that it can can have disastrous, potentially fatal consequences. PTSD, that's a fact. So did it trigger me last night? Not at all. When 2009 happened and afterwards, it was horrible for all of us involved and fans too. But I've dealt with it. I don't think about it. It doesn't bother me one bit, but I've dealt with it. Now, back to the quick six. We diverted enough for eight minutes. we got to talk about this. Point one, Leon Dreisaitl had a goal and three assists. Connor McDavid had a goal and a helper. The Edmonton Oilers beat the New York Islanders 4-1 Monday night in Chris Knobloch's debut as Oilers coach. I just loved it so much. It was Knobloch's first game since taking over for the fire Jay Woodcroft on Sunday. Uh, Zach Hyman and Evander Kane also scored. Stuart Skinner had 32 shots. Let's not forget the Islanders lost five in a row now, but it doesn't really matter. But I was listening to NHL radio this morning, and um, as they say, if you can take one thing away, Dave Poulin was on there saying, and listen, I get it. He captained the Flyers. He is a Bruins great. Poulin can say it. If I say it, I'm an idiot, but if Poulin says it, it carries a lot more weight. I get that. But he thought the firing of Jay Woodcroft was knee-jerk and too soon. He goes, I would have liked to have seen a trade with a star player before firing the coach. That doesn't really matter now. I mean, they, they, they did demote Jack Campbell. That didn't have the desired results, right? They went into San Jose and lost after that, Darren. But what he said was bringing Paul Coffey onto the bench will be the biggest move they make. I mean, I'm happy for Chris Knobloch. He's from Imperial Saskatchewan. He got screwed over in the WHL, exiled forced to take a really long road to the NHL through the OHL and Erie, through the American League and Hartford. He was with Philly for a couple of years as an assistant coach, but had he been allowed to stay in the dub, he could have probably made it to the NHL a hell of a lot faster. But that road to redemption, the longer it is, the sweeter it is when you hit the destination. So there's one other game in the NHL that I'll get to. But I, I, I again, Paul Coffey, probably the biggest hiring and move out of this whole thing. How did you feel about what went down at Rogers Place last night? Yeah, and they responded. And the big one is, you know, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl got going last night. And I think that's really important. Yeah. They got one for the coach, and McDavid was in the media. Of course, he was asked about Jay Woodcroft, and, and he said that, you know, Jay never lost the room, and uh, nothing true about that. And 
And that's yeah. that. Well, that's good. Doesn't mean he's going to keep his job. Um, but you know, for Chris Knobloch, yeah, you want a coach to come in. You want him to be able to have some success right away. Uh, he did that. I think that's great. And you, you, for the Oilers, you hope they can continue on. For Knobloch, you hope they can continue to ride this wave a little bit and get back on track. But it starts with Connor and Leon. And when they're going, the Oilers are going. When they're not going, it feels like the Oilers aren't going. It's just amazing. Connor said it after the game, McDavid, that yes, uh, Chris has taken a long road to get here. And he also said he didn't say much. He basically said, go out and play. Sometimes that's all you, you got to do. You would think with that talent they do, only got to open the door. <laughs> that's it. And by the way, Flames, we're, we're coming at you. I got thoughts on the Calgary Flames in a second. They're at Montreal tonight. But we're moving on. Miko Rantanen and Ross Colton scored two minutes apart midway through the second period in the Colorado Avalanche beat the Seattle Kraken 5-1 on Monday night. That's the only other NHL game. Point two, Orchard Park, New York. Broncos kicker Will Lutz made good on his do-over field goal attempt, getting a second chance after missing wide right from 41 yards thanks to Buffalo being flagged for too many players. Lutz connected on a 36-yard field goal attempt. His time expired to secure a 24-22 win over the sloppy, turnover-prone Buffalo Bills on Monday night football. The Bills continue to sink out of the playoff picture, having dropped four of six. And uh, can we check on Joe Lazito? His two teams are the Buffalo Bills and the New York Islanders, and they both (laughs) Monday night. Joe Lazito, are you listening? Uh, can we check on? Can we do a welfare check on Joel Lozito? Uh, I've given my thoughts on that. It played out exactly the way, the same way as the 2009 Grey Cup. That's a championship ripped out of your pocket. Yes, it was traumatic for all of us. Um, but that's kind of I said what I had to say on that. What do you think about that and uh, its similarity to the CFL championship game of 09? Well, it is similar. Uh, It took a win away off the board when you miss that field goal and you you think you've won. The Bills are in a tough spot because they're trying to stay in in the, you know, chase for a playoff spot, let alone being Super Bowl contenders like everybody thought they were at the beginning of the year. Um, They've come out and fired their offensive coordinator this morning, the Bills have, after that game. And But it's not the same because you had a team – basically running onto the field like they had won a championship. They have won a championship, and then it gets ripped away. So you cannot compare regular season to championships. Um, doesn't matter how tough it feels, but I get it. They're uh, pretty devastated in, uh, in Buffalo this morning. Well, you know that uh, everybody's going to say, what are, you, what are you firing Ken Dorsey for, the offensive coordinator? He wasn't out there on the field. He wasn't the extra man. He wasn't the special teams coordinator. But the Bills have failed to score more than 26 points in any game this season. Josh Allen looks terrible. So what are you going to do? Get rid of Josh Allen? Nope. Fire the coach. Back to what Dave Poulin said uh, this morning. He's like, they took the orders, took the easy way out, really. The easier way by firing Jay Woodcroft. And uh, we'll see if it pays any dividends. But that's why Ken Dorsey was fired in the wake of Monday Night Football. It didn't have anything to do with the extra penalty for them. Moving on, and now we're, we'll get into the CFL talk. we got a lot of stuff to get to today. And before we talk about the game, let's look backwards for a second. Brian in Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan, wrote in yesterday, and I said this near the end of the show. And I'm like, this will be a great topic for tomorrow. Can you remind me? You didn't, Brian. Thanks a lot. But I saved the text. 
Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033. He says, what did you guys think of Chad Kelly storming off the field and not congratulating at least the opposition quarterback on Saturday? That's the quarterback of the Toronto Argonauts, Jim Kelly's nephew. And oh boy, is this a delicious topic for me. We got about 90 seconds before we got a break. I hope I can squeeze it in there. Chad Kelly lost the game. Worst performance as an Argo quarterback. Worst performance as a pro for Chad Kelly. Stormed off the field, didn't shake anybody's hand. and Didn't display sportsmanship. He displayed poor sportsmanship. Show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. Write it down, Moose. Today's meme, and I got very, very strong thoughts on this because Bill Belichick, 16-0 Patriots, lose the Super Bowl and to the Giants, storms off the field in Arizona, didn't shake anybody's hand. A WHL coach who will remain nameless after a second-round series against Medicine Hat that they lost would not shake hands after the game with the Tigers coach. Don't want to name him. He's now in the NHL and might have been at the White House yesterday. Didn't didn't affect his career. Didn't affect Belichick's career. So if you can look in the mirror with these actions, then it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because it didn't hold back those guys. And I don't know that it's going to hold back Chad Kelly. It's similar to what we've talked about with Biz Nasty. And they're like, I like him. I like Biz. Been great to me. But the crude crude things that he says and does in front of a camera and on his podcast. I can't believe the NHL endorses that. You said the other day, would Kelly Rudy say these things? I'm like, would Kelly Rudy survive saying these things? And I'm like, Kelly Rudy wouldn't say it. Why does some guys get away with it? And some guys don't. So my point on the Chad Kelly thing is you do what you want, bro. You'll be judged in the end. And I don't, I don't have a problem with it. We got to take a break, and I'll get your take, Darren, plus the 110th Grey Cup. That's our poll question. We'll get to that, too, right after this. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And did I tell you the Manscaped has done it again? Everybody, I just chuckle because as Moose knows, my bathroom looks like a shed in your garden, in your backyard. (laughs) Because I got the handyman, the weed whacker, the lawnmower, and you can too. 20% off with the promo code VRP show. Weed whackers for your nose and ears, the lawnmowers for downstairs, and the handyman shavers for upstairs. It's the one the size of your cell phone, probably smaller actually, the charges by USB. Uh, get in on the latest, everybody, from Manscaped, the worldwide leader in men's grooming. The RP shows the promo code, get 20% off. Talking about Chad Kelly. before. Hey, it's Grey Cup week. We're settling into the CFL talk now, so come on all in here on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, and all the podcast platforms and streaming. We're talking, though, first about Chad Kelly, the Toronto Argonauts quarterback who had the worst game as a pro Saturday, stormed off the field after the loss. Jim Kelly's nephew didn't shake hands. A lot of people beating up on him for that. Um, John Ohm um in winnipeg says chad kelly owes nothing to anyone but himself whatever get over it haters that's what i think um janelle regarding bill belichick doing the exact same thing in the super bowl she goes and bill got a lot of flack for that (laughs) i'm sure he did i'm also sure he doesn't care patrolman pete writes in regarding my quote show me a good loser and i'll show you a loser Patrolman Pete says, is that quote about losers from Bobby the Brain Heenan? I don't know where it's from, but I've always saved it and thought of it for days like today. And there are more comments, but uh, it's not just my show. I want to let you talk, too. Uh, Moose, what do you think about Chad Kelly storming off the field and not shaking hands? I mean, it's not always a great look when... You don't shake hands. You want to be able to still show some sportsmanship um, and toe that line. But your your line holds true, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's his competitive edge that makes him so mad at himself. And it's not necessarily that he's being outwardly disrespectful to the Montreal Alouettes. I don't necessarily see that. I think, you know, inadvertently he ends up being disrespectful to them, not shaking their hands and congratulating them. But I think in that situation, he's just so mad at himself that you just, you're like, I just want to get in there and start smashing stuff. And I want to be done with this game. And I want to get back to work and get ready for next year and be out of here, you know, and you just want to be anywhere but that field. And so when that takes over, that's what he does. You know, you just leave the field. And so you kind of, you don't admire it, but you understand you know, what he's feeling in that situation. And if he went back and could process things in the moment and say, you know what, I am really upset. I should shake their hands and then go smash the chairs in the locker room. But you can't go back, you know? Oh, 
I guess my point in all of this is I'm not advocating that he was right. What I'm saying is other guys have done the exact same thing and seemingly never had to pay for it in history. So get off the guy's back. That's what I'm like. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's very similar to my guy, Darian Durant, getting a $7,000 signing bonus from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and then not reporting to training camp and retiring. I couldn't do it. But if you can do it and look in the mirror and sleep just fine, then that's entirely up to you. Interestingly enough, Bob McCullough writes in and he says, losing with class isn't weakness. You can have a burning competitive fire and a deep hatred of losing, but still shake hands after a loss. Who's saying that he's displaying weakness or not? I'm not saying any of that. Again, what I'm saying is you do you and history will judge you. That, that you understood that, didn't you, Darren, yes. what I'm saying? Like, again, it didn't affect Belichick. I, I go back to the things, just uh, the outlandish things. Like, I want to listen to the Spit and Chickas podcast. I follow some of this, you know, biz. And uh, the things that I see, I'm like, it's outlandish and it's crude. And I don't understand. I mean, you go do that, but I don't understand how he's, on the NHL on TNT set, and then now Hockey Night in Canada, but he can. He can. I don't get how this works. Am I, in your mind, do you see a parallel? Am I on the same, or are they completely different in your mind? No. Um, you know, certain people can do certain things and get away with it, and other people can't. And sometimes you just can't explain it. You know, um, I can't show up to a to an event wearing a sweatsuit but tom brady can and he looks like a million dollars and it's <laughs> and it's acceptable i look like i'm ten dollars and not acceptable you know what i mean it's certain people can get away with certain things the rules don't apply and then unfortunately we put rules in to apply to the lowest common denominator because you know we have to you know and it just it, it doesn't make sense um at all so will chad kelly be able to withstand this yes if he wins he'll be able to withstand this if he doesn't win he won't you know that's just how it goes i, pr I appreciate all of janelle's commentary today janelle checking in from saskatoon and you know her she says i had to stop watching chicklets and i can't believe he's on hockey net in canada i'm with you and by the way I don't have a problem with Biz. I'm not sitting here complaining about him. What I'm saying is I can't believe the NHL and national networks are endorsing the behavior. And Janelle also says Bill Belichick won three Super Bowls before at that time, before he stormed off. Oh, if you win enough, then you can be a jerk. I just wondered who was writing the rules on this. That's all. Okay. Um, Jay in Winnipeg regarding this Chad Kelly stuff goes, uh, something's ain't right about that boy. No, we've all established that. Look him up. And that's why I'm on the Chad Kelly train. Because I love a redemption story. The comeback's greater than the setback. But that's also what's fantastic about sports is that you can't see these things coming. It was a wonderful year, a fantastic script being written, 16 and 2. And all of a sudden, they crapped the bed. He crapped the bed. That wasn't supposed, this wasn't supposed to happen. Redemption stories don't go this way. 
So I guess my point is, are you people ding, all going to remember Chad Kelly for that? Do, is, is, Bill, is, is Bill Belichick remembered for storming off the field at the Super Bowl after losing and not shaking hands? Or that former WHL coach who's now a general manager in the NHL, is he remembered? Like, history will remember you for different things. And if Chad Kelly wins a, a great cup next year and certainly gets back to the NFL, who knows whether he will or not, I don't know if we'll ever really remember. Some will. Some will. But I won't. Um, okay, uh, the comments are going nuts, and I appreciate that. But I want to jump into some other things, and not the least of which is the Grey Cup itself. We talked about the State of the League address for those that have just logged in and have just tuned in. Randy Ambrosi, among other things, two of the highlights coming out from his State of the League address this morning is that the CFL's Saturday playoff games are here to stay. I think we all approve of that. The poll last week says that you do. And two, they're going back to a balanced schedule, so every team will play every other team at least once in their own stadium and once on the road. So we applaud that. There will be more. That's all we have time for today, or right now. We covered it way back at the start of the show. And then the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are 7.5-point favorites for the game in the 110th Grey Cup on Saturday, and that's our poll question today. Our poll is brought to you by Key Yorkton Kia Daily. Unleash the future, the Kia EV6 GT at Key Yorkton Kia, where performance and innovation go hand in hand. Go to keyyorktonkia.com or call 306-783-2772 for more information. The 23 Kia EV6 GT, movement that inspires. Who will win the 110th Grey Cup? I'm going to say the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're favored by 7.5. And if anybody's been paying attention, I've been picking the other team that's played Cody Fajardo each of the last two weeks. And it's worked. So I'm going to say I picked Hamilton and then I picked Toronto. So now I'm picking Winnipeg to beat Cody and Les Alouettes. That's my vote, Winnipeg. How about you, Moose? I'm going to go with Winnipeg. um, Partly because... I think they're the better football team, top to bottom. Um, nothing against the Alouettes. I think they got a great story. Cody and, and Jason Moss, that defense is really good in Montreal, um, what they did to Chad Kelly. But I'm going to go with uh, with Winnipeg. The other thing I, I think, too, when, when you look back on history and Zach Caleros getting to four great cups in a row, um, you want to look back on this and say, you know, he won three of them, right? Um, if he goes in winning two of them, the story's not quite as great, you know? So I think Zach and that group and Mike O'Shea, they're going to want to go and win three of these four great cups and really cement their place in CFL history as a modern day dynasty. Thank you. By the way, from the text line for sober carpenter, 902-518-3033. This is for now more interesting than the game himself. The Chad Kelly talk. Mark Knight's watching in Burlington, Ontario on Game Plus television, and he said he was very embarrassed and wanted to disappear. (laughs) Sure. Are you defending him or what? Like, I'm not defending Chad Kelly either, by the way. I'm not really sure what I'm saying here. I'm, I just like the kid. Let's put ourselves in his shoes for a second. And maybe that's what you're doing, Mark. Randy 
from Regina texting in 902 Sober Carpenter line. He says, Tiger Williams in the NHL would never shake hands at the end of the playoff round. Same as Kelly and the Patriots coach. I don't think Tiger spends a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs> I'll guarantee you he doesn't. Kirk in Toronto. Uh, hi, Rod. The big question is, will Chad Kelly recover from this epic collapse? He had issues in the NFL. That's the question for Chad Kelly. I hope he's getting the proper support. Knowing those Argos people, by the way, they'll be providing the appropriate support for Chad Kelly, for sure. Has, has anybody checked on him? I'm sure they have. Not our job, but I'm sure they have. Rick Sawatsky writes in and says, Calvillo did the same thing years ago when he lost in the Eastern Final. Hasn't affected his legacy. Yeah, well, 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 Chad Kelly hadn't won yet. That's in the rules, we found out. If you've won before, then you can storm off the field and not shake hands. That's in the code. Bill in Toronto watching on Game Plus says, Hey, Rod, it's Bill from Toronto. Regarding Chad Kelly, he didn't. He did stop to sign autographs before going into the dressing room. Well, then. Well, then it's okay. <laughs> what a wonderful. Hey, fascinating topic, eh? Do you have the sports? Do you have the sports talk lined up and ready to go? Yeah, he's okay. like, well, he's not lined up and ready to go, but he's waiting to come in. Okay, well, I can smell a good storyline like a fart in the car, and that's what we got today. I knew it would be popular. We'll be right back with the sports doctor, his take on this and many other things. When we return, it's our Grey Cup coverage, and we are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Welcome back, everybody, on a rainy day here in South Florida, but that has not stopped the leaf blowers from being out and about. You might hear those. But we're very excited to bring in our next guest. Let's bring him in, the sports doctor, Dave Patrician. He's not at Grey Cup yet, but he's on his way. Bombers aficionado, Vikings aficionado, and Winnipeg Jets aficionado. And we, <laughs> uh, Moose. Sports doc, we have somebody that's written in that thinks you're an actual doctor. Can you set them? They have a, like a medical question here. Can we set them straight on? You do not have a PhD, correct? No, I'm not allowed to near anywhere near pediatrician offices or anything like that. But uh, no, I am not. I, I got that nickname. I was the uh, doctor football in another life as uh, as I used to host a, a Monday night football and Thursday night football party. And then it just kind of grew into the sports doctor. It's fantastic. But for David in Winnipeg, who has the medical question for you, I'll, I'll answer. I have more qualifications than Dave to answer your particular question. So we'll come back. Um, I don't even want to get into the Chad Kelly stuff with you. I want to talk about the Bombers because we don't have a ton of time here. Uh, 7.5 favorites going into the game. They're going to cover? What do you think, Doc? I absolutely believe so. We could. We need to talk to Chad about Chad Kelly a little bit because, you know, everybody is talking about now they're going to go from Montreal. They're the underdogs. Everybody loves an underdog. Well, I don't remember anybody going from Montreal last week with Chad Kelly, especially the Toronto sports media and most of the football writers. Everybody was going for Toronto. It's the greatest thing, the greatest football team of all time. You know, nobody really wants underdogs to win. The three bums they used to put in the ring with Andre the Giant in a squash match, they never wanted the three bums to win. Barry Horowitz versus Bret Hart. Nobody wanted Barry Horowitz to win. They wanted Bret the Hitman Hart to win. You know who wants 
You know who wants uh, winners not to win? Losers, right? So if you're not going for the dynasty, you're not going for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. You remember when Tom Brady was going for his uh, fifth, fifth Super Bowl ring, sixth Super Bowl ring. Everybody was jumping on the Tom Brady bandwagon. So why aren't we on the Zach Kolaris bandwagon right now? Four Grey Cup rings, six Grey Cup rings, ten Grey Cup rings. We want the guy that we keep winning. Keep winning. Now, I want the first as a starter for Cody Fajardo. That won't surprise you where my rooting interest lies. But I, I love what you're saying, and I get where you're coming from on that. Um, but are you, are you? I see this from Bomber fans online, uh, social media. I wonder if you're the same. You're seeing some, a lot of hate for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers across yeah. the country. How are you feeling about that? And, and that's then that's the thing I don't like. Think about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Who's some of the nicest men that ever played football? Zach Kolaris, nice man. Mike O'Shea, nice man. Now that he's a coach, he was pretty ferocious on the field. You know, guys like Willie Jefferson, uh, Adam Big Hill, they're nice men. They're tremendous competitors on the football field, but they're not Ray Lewis type caliber character guys, right? They're these are nice men. This is a nice team. This is a nice story. A team that basically came out of the ashes, out of the Joe Mack era. Wade Miller and uh, Kyle Walters and Mike O'Shea built these guys back up. This is a nice football team. I don't get the hate at all. That's it's just it's strange to think, and it's and I know it's a lot of social media rip, uh, um, driven, and uh, both sides of every CFL team have the dark side with some of the fans on social media because that's just a cesspool of life. But in terms of the actual gentlemen that play the game, the product on the field, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are an exemplary football team. Nice try, Dave. They are! They're not They're not nice. They're certainly not nice on game day. But that's oh, fine. That's on the field, Rod. Off the yeah. field, gentlemen. Nice. They, yeah. you know what I mean? They're not... They're not, it's not the Swaggerville era with the, with the videos and, you know, rolling into bars and stuff. And like, they, they, these are, these are focused athletes that want to win championships. Well, here's one. I, I asked Mike O'Shea for a photo together one time and he said, no. So I'm hanging on to that. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, what's your gray cup schedule? Like what's it going to look like for you? Um, we roll in on Thursday uh, into, into uh, Hamilton. Um, there is the, there is no official touchdown Manitoba this year. The Bombers have a room bomber house, uh, like the other rooms there. Um, we are going to go to the CFL alumni luncheon on uh, Friday, which is always a great time. Um, and of course, uh, we will go to the spirit of Edmonton breakfast, which, uh, usually sets the pace for the rest of Saturday. And, uh, we're just going to kind of mill around town until game time on uh, on sunday i think it's kickoff is around six o'clock eastern so um it's it's really just great cup is such a great time to see people you kind of see only once a year uh come people fly in from all over different parts of the country and uh, like i said you see family you see friends you see uh people you haven't seen you see members of the media and uh you see you know players even wandering around from other teams especially um, the, the CFL player awards are kind of wonky this year being in Niagara Falls. So we're not going to see a lot of those guys celebrating after uh, being at uh, well, 45 minutes or an hour away, but uh, it's, uh, it's just going to be Hamilton is similar in my mind to great cups in Winnipeg and Regina that the whole town is going to be football focused. It's not like getting in lost in town. Like you get lost in Montreal or Toronto and Vancouver. It's going to be football focused. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're going to spend Saturday recovering and then getting ready for the big match on Sunday featuring your big blue against Montreal. And there's a great cup parade. 
I understand there's a great cup parade. I'm going to go to the great cup parade after the spirit of Edmonton breakfast. Yeah, they've combined it with a Santa Claus parade, I believe, is what they did. Very smart of them. You know, and one thing about the CFL, nine teams, been around for 110 years. We've never had a Winnipeg-Montreal matchup before, so that's awesome. Your thoughts on the actual matchup, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know, um, Montreal has that, you know, starting in the 80s, that weird history, the Concords and then folding and then the the rebirth um, just before the rebirth as you know, they were the Baltimore football club and the Baltimore stallions and then the rebirth going into Montreal. So, um, you know, it once was a very proud franchise, especially in the sixties and uh, a very successful franchise in the seventies um, and, and a lot of great cups. And then, you know, with the Anthony Calvillo area, a very good team. Um, and those times that, you know, a lot of great cups and a lot of great cup appearances. So yeah, this is, it, it's, you know, and Winnipeg's done that thing in the 80s, you know, because of Montreal, bouncing around from the east and the west and the Ottawa folding and bouncing around. And, yeah, it's it's very strange since, the you know, the Winnipeg Football Club has been around since 1930, and uh, the Montreal Alouettes have never never faced each other. It's very strange. And and you don't have a that even when Winnipeg was in the Eastern Conference and Montreal was around, you didn't have that fierce rivalry, really, because Montreal kind of disappeared all the time and came back and disappeared. So. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think that's some of it. And um, they've been in the same division for a lot of years, like not half of the Blue Bombers' existence, but, right, mm-hmm. a lot of years they were in the same division, so it was never going to happen. Um, Jason in Red Deer says, it's not hate, sports doctor. We just don't want them to win anymore. It's getting <laughs> old. From Mahi, Mahi, watching in Vancouver, says, the sports homer. Does that hurt your feelings, Doc? Not at all. Like I said, you know who doesn't like winners? Losers. <laughs> I love it. From Robin and Prince Albert says, hey, sports doc, if the Bombers had a wrestling theme, what would they use? It would have to be the Brett Hitman heart theme. He was the best there was, the best there is, the best there ever will be. He was the excellence of execution. And that's what the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are. Ooh, how about that? Um, there is a, well, to be honest, there was a lot of people picking BC to win the West final, as you mm-hmm. know, and they thought that the Bombers arrogance was going to trip them up. Where, where did, where's this arrogance? Where was this arrogance? Um, Four, 14 and four. Where was the arrogance? I, I don't understand. It, I see, I, I live in this town. I, I don't see that. You see, you know, you just see a, a good football team and everybody celebrates after touchdowns and quarterback sacks. And you didn't see excessive celebrations like, you know, in the eras before. And, and yeah, we might get painted with that um, 2011 Swaggerville brush from before, but this is like, a, this is a much different football team. It's a much uh, focused football team on winning. Kevin, the medium in Calgary writes in and says, it isn't the team we hate. It's the fans, the Smurf mafia. Most hated fan base in the CFL. But you love that, right, Dave? You love that. Yeah. Again, who doesn't like winners? What's the answer? Losers. Right. Hey, I get it. I get it. And, hey, I love our massive audience in Winnipeg. What did you think? I assume you saw this summer that for a, for a period of time, Winnipeg was our number one city for viewership. It doesn't surprise me at all, but what did you think when you heard that? Well, I'm super happy because it popped up on my, uh, now it's Rogers Cable. I think it was still Shaw Cable then that came up on the, there. And I know that, yeah, always, even before that, we trended because, you know, we are a football-focused city. And this is, a, you know, particularly in the summertime, it's a football-focused show. Uh, you know, you spread so many different wings and cover so many different genres. And, and uh, yeah, you've, you've always had um, 
the fan base here, Rod. Well, you're a huge part of it, man. I appreciate it so much. So you have fun this week, and I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you, Rod. And uh, yeah, maybe uh, we'll we'll hook up. Maybe come to the Vancouver Gray Cup. I know that the skin's a little I'll be softer there. now. It's a little softer being in the being in the, in the lovely weather of Florida. And Vancouver should be okay. Yeah, I'll buy a fur coat, man. <laughs> I, I, and you know that I will travel safe. My best Thank to you. Karen. Thanks, I will. Thank you. The sports doctor, Dave Patrician, uh, John Ohm writes in says Winnipeg loves Rod. Thank you, John. Rod loves Winnipeg, and that is a fact. D- Dave's a big reason for that. He took me to all the best places, especially the Pony Corral. We'll be right back with a sports update and a whole lot more. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Bring it in, everybody. Final segment of hour one. It's going by real fast. I don't check Twitter during the interviews, but uh, Fake Gainer has written in and says, great show and love that you have Guy Fieri on as a guest. Can Mr. Fieri give his advice for what to eat during the Grey Cup this Sunday? Thanks. Oh, and I just saw it. And now the sports doctor's gone. But I tell you this, I ate at a restaurant in the Keys Canadian Thanksgiving weekend that was Guy Fieri approved. Triple D, featured on Triple D. Herbie's. Look it up. Oh, my God. Nashville hot chicken on a bed of mashed potatoes. My knees got weak. That Guy Fieri knows his stuff. I'll get to more of your comments probably next hour. It's hammer and rain here today, too, by the way. Thank God I got a top on the Jeep. The Buffalo Bills fired offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey today with the Josh Allen-led attack stagnating over a seven-week stretch and the three-time defending AFC East champions falling further out of the playoff picture. The move came a day after a 24-22 loss to the Denver Broncos in an outing where Allen committed three of Buffalo's four turnovers and the offense was held under 26 points for a sixth straight game. Second-year quarterbacks coach, Joe Brady takes over as interim coordinator. The Calgary Flames, which I have not forgotten. Darren, please remind me to bring up the Flames next hour, and we will as we turn our attention to tonight's games. They battle the Montreal Canadiens in an all-Canadian NHL battle at the Bell Centre. The Flames enter the matchup on a two-game losing streak while the Canadians are coming off a 5-2 loss to the Vancouver Canucks on Sunday. Elsewhere, the Winnipeg Jets entertain the New Jersey Devils. As mentioned, Grey Cup Week is underway in Hamilton as the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Montreal Alouettes are in Steeltown ahead of Sunday's big game. The trophy itself arrived on Monday aboard the Canadian Navy ship HMCS Harry DeWolf. Both teams will take part in media day today with the Bombers practicing at Tim Hortons Field later this afternoon. The Toronto Raptors have the night off and a day to prepare for Wednesday's visit from the Milwaukee Bucks, the Raptors pulled out a 111-107 come-from-behind win over the Washington Wizards Monday night. Sports Update is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And also in Landmark Cinemas now, Five Nights at Freddy's. Can you survive five nights? The terrifying game phenomenon becomes a blood-chilling cinematic event as producer, uh, producer Blumhouse brings Five Nights at Freddy's to the big screen. In theaters now, Five Nights at Freddy's, Landmark Cinemas. 
you see I'm checking this guy. It's one of those days that Darren and I were saying off air a while back. We haven't had a horrendous storm like last summer, or was it two summers ago here, where I almost got electrocuted multiple times. But holy. Something about the rain here in Florida, it comes sideways. So it's coming into the lanai, but I seem to be okay. Or as I like to call it, the line A. Couple of quick text messages here regarding Paul Bissonette on Hockey Night in Canada. Blair in Calgary writes in and says, regarding biz on CBC, it's called personality. Ron and the rest of them have their love in weekly and they suck. Signed Blair in Calgary. Uh, um, just remind me, Moose, we'll come back on that when we crack the hour two on the talent on Hockey Night in Canada. Brian in Bosager, Manitoba says, Good day, Rod Squad. Rod and Moose, in your humble opinion, who makes a better hire for the head coach and GM jobs in said leagues? A, a players who have played in said leagues for many years, or B, non-players who have been in and around in said leagues for many years? I'll hang up and listen. We got lots to talk about when we come back in hour two after this brief pause here on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.